Praise God. Thank you for joining us again uh, on our podcast this week. It is the Monday before Thanksgiving. You know, I, I think about uh, when I was a kid growing up, Thanksgiving. My dad wasn't much of a uh, into sports or nothing like that, but he always, well, not always, but probably about two or three years in a row, I guess, he and I would go to um, the Lions versus the Bears on Thanksgiving Day at the Pontiac Silverdome. That was a, that was a game that, you know, for years, uh, they were both very competitive back then. Barry Sanders uh, was playing for the Detroit Lions. And, uh, you know, we'd go to the game and then we'd get home and mom would have the, uh, the spread, the Thanksgiving spread, the turkey, the dressing, the mashed potatoes, the green beans, just everything laid out on the table. And so then we'd get home and we'd eat and uh, it was just a great time to be with family. And so um, I, I just I pray that uh, during this time with so much going on in our society, I know that our government is trying to sway people from getting together in large groups. And, uh, you know, because of COVID, we got so much you know going on with this election and just violence and stuff. But the reality is, is this, um, you know, it's it's not based on the amount of food you have to eat. It's not based on what the government has to say. It's not based on any of that. What it's based on, the whole premise behind Thanksgiving is that we have much to be thankful for because of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So today I just want to encourage you from the Word of God during this time of Thanksgiving Go with me if you have your Bibles, if you're able, depending on where you're listening to this podcast from, uh, you can go with me to Psalm chapter 107, Psalm 107. Beginning in verse 1, the Bible says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He has redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a desolate way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distress. And He led them forth by the right way, that they might go to the city for a dwelling place. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. Those who sat in darkness in the shadow of death, bound in affliction and irons because they rebelled against the words of God and despised the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down and there was none to help. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and broke their chains in pieces. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works for the children of men. For he has broken the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron in two. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Their soul abhorred all manner of food, and they were drew near to the gates of death. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and He saved them out of their distress. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works and the children of men. Let them sacrifice the sacrifice of thanksgiving 
and declare his works with rejoicing. I love this psalm right here in Psalm 122. And you can go through and you can just pull out so many different parts. We are enduring right now in the life that we live in, regardless of where you live, regardless of what's going on. Many are enduring affliction. Again, with all that's taken place with COVID, with the storms that we've had in 2020, with, with the, the violence that's going on, and even with the election, we still have so much to be thankful for. Even though many have been bound by addiction and many have been uh, uh, just, the life has consumed them. Maybe it's been sickness or disease or viruses or whatever. God is still the healer and we have so much to be thankful for. We can sit here and we can look at, well, what about this in my life? And what about that in my life? And we can try to pick out all of these things. But the reality is this. We need to offer up a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, who endured the cross, who suffered, who was persecuted, who was beaten and spat on, who endured the cross and and hung there for six hours for you and for I. You and I will never see crucifixion. You and I will probably never be beaten the way that he was beaten. You and I will never have to endure what Jesus endured. We have so much to be thankful for. Even in the midst of trials and tribulations, even in the midst of the, the persecution that's going on, even in the midst of the world that we live in we still have so much to be thankful for i get up every single morning and i thank god that that i i lived in a house where i had a roof over my head and i was in a bed and i had blankets and i get to put clothes upon my back food to eat and, and 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 i can see i can walk i can hear i can talk i have so much to be thankful for there are many that are blind i think of of people friends of mine that are blind but yet they say their sense of hearing is so they can hear things that i can't even hear and they say i have so much to be thankful for there are people that are deaf and they cannot hear but their their eyes are so sensitive and they'll see things that i cannot see and they say i have so much to be thankful for I've met people that, that, that live in small houses and in shacks, and they said, but yet I've got so much to be thankful for. Listen, it's all about how your perspective is on life. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 16 through 18, he says, rejoice always. Verse 17, he says, pray without ceasing. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you rejoice always listen it's easy to be bitter it's easy to be to be mad it's easy to to get upset it's easy to to try to blame people and say well if if this were happening or if that were happening my life wouldn't be this way but listen the reality is this we can rejoice in the Lord of our salvation. We can give thanks and, and call out to Him because we know that He died for us and that He's coming back again. We know that if we've made Jesus Christ Lord of our lives, that we too will someday go to be with Him in heaven because the Bible tells us in John 14 that He went to prepare a place for us. And if He went, He's coming back to take us with Him. We have the assurance of a better place in the kingdom of heaven. We can give thanks to God for His mercy endures forever listen we need to turn our attention change our perspective get a new outlook on life and understand that we have much to be thankful for we can learn that god's will is that in everything we need to give thanks in every situation and in all circumstances we can find things to be thankful for not only are we thankful in everything, but we're thankful for 
everything. Ephesians 5.20 says, In giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. See, to understand that we need to give thanks in everything and for everything is to understand that God's will for us is to, to have an attitude of gratitude. Why do we need to give thanks? Well, number one, ingratitude, a lack of gratitude is displeasing to God. See, gratitude is included uh, uh, in, in, every, in so many psalms and gratitude is included in so many things that we read about giving thanks to God. So when we do not give thanks, when we have an attitude of ingratitude, this is included among many of the sins that it talks about in perilous times. You know, when we think about perilous times, we, we want to think about persecution. We want to think about all these things. But yet, listen to what the Apostle Paul said to young Timothy. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1-5, through 5, he says, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. And from such, people turn away. People have turned away from having an attitude of gratitude to being ungrateful and complaining. We need to understand that, that in these last days that we're living in, in these times where, where it seems like everything is just going awry. We can determine how we want to live. I choose to have an attitude of gratitude. I do not want to be grouped in with all these others where it says that they're lovers of money, they're boasters, they're proud, they disobey their parents, they have no self-control, and they're unthankful. Listen, to have have, uh, an attitude of ungratefulness is to be lumped in with so many of these other attitudes that Paul lists to this young man, Timothy. We don't want to be grouped into that. We want to be known as somebody that, that is always grateful for what God is doing in his life and what God has given to him, regardless of how big or small. We need to understand that the wrath of God will be revealed against those who are unthankful. Let me say that again. The wrath of God will be revealed against all of those who are unthankful. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 18 through 21, it says, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and all unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness because what may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were they thankful. But they became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Listen, when we look out around the world, when we see the the trees, I'm looking out my window right now, and you see the the color of the trees and and all the different shades of of brown and green and and all these different things. And we we I'm looking out of my other window, and I see this pond that's out there, and we just we we take uh, into to 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 sight the glory of God. I walked out last night to take my trash can out to the end of the road, and the sky was so clear, and I looked up and and I could see the moon 
moon and the stars and just I begin to thank God for his 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 glorious creation. You know, you look at a young baby and you just you rejoice in that life. I look at these 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 people that God allows me to minister to and I see it when the light clicks on and they begin to understand what we're teaching them and they begin to grasp a hold of the goodness of God and his mercy and they they are grateful for what God is doing in their lives. Listen, when we do not have an attitude of gratitude, when we don't find things to be thankful for, the Bible says that we will become futile in our thoughts and our foolish foolish hearts will become hardened. We don't want our hearts to become hard and dark. In order to keep your heart from being hard and dark, we need to have an attitude of gratitude. We need to be thankful in all things for all things. Listen, there's so much that we can be thankful for. We can, we can just, just get up in the morning and start thanking God for, for, for whatever you had to eat, however big or however small it was. Begin to thank God that, that, that you have abilities that you have. God has blessed you and gifted you. Don't talk about what you don't have, but give thanks for what you do have. Again, we need to have an attitude of gratitude. We need to be thankful for what the Father has done for us. What He has done for us. Listen, everybody can talk about what hasn't been done, but we need to be grateful for what has been done. Colossians chapter 1, verse 12 through 14 says, Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of His Son and His love, in whom we have redemption through His blood the forgiveness of sins. If God never did another thing for me, if if God never blessed me again, I'm grateful that I'm born again. I'm grateful for, for the fact that Jesus died for me and that he put his spirit inside of me. I'm thankful for the Bible that I can read and I know his word and his promises and that all the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. I am grateful and have a, an attitude of gratitude towards my father for what he has done. I'm not going to dwell on what I don't have. We need to learn to be to begin to, to be thankful for all that God has done for our life, all that God has done in our life, all that God desires for our lives. We need to abound in thanksgiving. Colossians 2.7 says we need to be rooted and built up in Him, established in faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving abounding with thanksgiving listen when's the last time you got around somebody that man they just that's all they could do is they just abounded they were they were grateful they could just they thank god for all that god is doing in their lives we need to be of such we need to be the people that people look at us and talk about us and say man that guy every time you talk to him no matter what negativity he says or somebody says to him he always comes back with thankfulness with gratefulness. Listen, I, I I think I've mentioned this last week in my podcast. I, I've got a friend of mine, dear brother in Christ. I, I'm going to be doing this funeral here in a couple of weeks. And, and you know, he, he, he had COVID, but he had other things and he ended up dying. You know, listen, this is the deal. I can get mad and I can get ungrateful. And I can blame all kinds of things. But the reality is he wouldn't come back right now, no matter what, because he's in the presence of God. He is healed in Jesus name. See, people want to look at it and say, why didn't God heal him? Why didn't God do this? Why didn't I look at him? I say, man, bless God. He knew Jesus. He is in heaven. That's what we need to think about. That's what we need to be grateful for. 
We need to understand that God has given us a garment of praise, a garment of thankfulness. Look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 12 through 15. Colossians chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. He says, Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on, I like that, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. Listen, we need to learn to forgive others because Christ forgave us. Then he says in verse 14, but above all things, above meekness, above kindness, above humility, above long-suffering, above forgiveness, he says, Put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which you also were called in one body, and be thankful for it. Be thankful for what God has done. Be thankful for the love that He's shown us. Be thankful that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, but He still loves us. Put on the garment of thankfulness. Listen, let thankfulness be a compliment to your prayers. I tell people this all the time. You know, when I get up in the morning and I go into my prayer closet, I don't start with my needs list. I don't start with my gimme list. So many people go into, gimme, 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 my name is Timmy. Listen, we need to go into our prayer closet and we need to begin to rejoice And we need to begin to thank God for the new day that we have. We need to thank God that we know that He hears us. We need to thank God that we can bow before Him. We need to thank God that He is and that He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. We need to thank God for all that He's done in our lives. We need to thank God for the fact that we are saved, that we are born again, that we we have been forgiven of much. Let gratefulness be a compliment to your prayer time. Colossians 4.2 says, Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Being vigilant with thanksgiving. Listen, we need to abound in thanksgiving. We need to be vigilant in thanksgiving. Thanksgiving needs to be a complement to our prayers. It needs to enhance our prayer time and our time with God, letting Him know how grateful we are for all that He's done in our lives. Understand this. Thankfulness is the key. Thankfulness is the key to overcoming anxiety. Philippians 4, 6 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Thankfulness is the key to overcoming anxiety. Listen, right now it would be easy to allow anxiety to grip your life, but we can allow gratefulness to overcome any anxiety the world may try to create. Thankfulness is the key to obtaining peace in God. Thankfulness is the key to obtaining peace which surpasses all understanding. Philippians 4, 7 says, The peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Thankfulness is the key to that peace. Thankfulness is the key to prayer without ceasing. Thankfulness is the key to praying without ceasing. We can rejoice and pray always. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.16, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and everything give thanks. Listen, you think, I've heard people say, Man, you know, how how does so-and-so pray for an hour? How can so-and-so pray for, for, for that long a period of time? 
because they, they've incorporated thankfulness into their prayer, not just their list of wants. When we give thanks in everything, then we will begin to pray without ceasing. When we pray without ceasing, we will rejoice always. We need to grasp a hold of that. When we give thanks in everything, we will pray without ceasing. And when we pray without ceasing, we can rejoice always. The second thing we need to really grasp a hold of to understand about thankfulness is that we need to learn how to be thankful in everything. Not just for everything, but in everything. Remember that all things work to the good. Romans 8.28 says, We know that all things work to the good for those that love God and are called according to His purpose. We can be thankful when we understand that God works regardless of what's going on. He can work the good in all things. We can glory in tribulation. Listen, we've had a lot of tribulation this year, but we can glory in that tribulation. The Bible says in Romans 5, 3 through 5, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulation knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, character, hope. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who is given to us. We can glory in tribulation when we have an attitude of gratitude knowing that it produces character, knowing that it will turn to hope. Also, if we have an attitude of gratitude in everything, we can rejoice in the midst of persecution. The Bible says in Matthew 5, 10 through 12, Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when you revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you, falsely for my sake rejoice and be exceedingly glad for great is your reward in heaven for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you man we can rejoice understanding that listen when they persecute you for christ's sake man that's something to be grateful for that you are counted worthy of that persecution express thanks in every prayer philippians 4 6 says be anxious for nothing but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Every time you pray, first thank God for something. Count your many blessings. Name them one by one. Man, I love that song. And it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Listen, God desires us during this season of thanksgiving to not just look at it as food and football games. Not to complain that we... You know, can we have the family together? Should we wear masks? Should we do these things? What, what kind of food is it? Listen, take time. Take time this, this holiday season. And regardless of how much food or, or how little of food, regardless of where you're at, stop and give God thanks for all that He has done in your life. I want to encourage you, if you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you have so much to be thankful for. But if you're listening to this and maybe you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, what a great time to call out to Him, to make Jesus Christ Lord of your life. Man, we have so much to be thankful for. I used to lo love the, the, I still do, the old Southern Gospel thong. We've got so much to thank Him for, so much to praise Him for. Give God praise. 
thank Him this holiday season. Let Thanksgiving be more than just about food. Let it be a time of gratefulness for our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to share your word. I thank you, Father, for this holiday season. I thank you, Father God, for your goodness and your mercy. I thank you, Lord God, that we have so much to thank you for. Let us never cease to give thanks in all things and for all things. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I hope you have a great week, a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you next week with a word from the Lord. We love you. Talk to you soon.